Hi, and welcome to Is It Dad Rock Yet? I'm Martin, and with me as Steve this week is Craig and Connor from the Young Hearts. Say hi, guys. Hey, how's it going? Hey, how's it going? The Young Hearts are a melodic punk band from Kent here in the UK. They signed to Yervarat Records. They released their debut album, The Modern State, in 2021. Have released two singles this year, A Champ Society and Take a Ride. And their new album is due to be released soon. So thanks a lot for joining us, guys. No worries. Thanks for having us. Before we start, here is the Young Hearts' new single, Take a Ride. First things first, guys, let's get to know you. First question is for Connor. What was the last thing you listened to on Spotify? Obviously, feel free to have a quick look on Spotify, by the way. It's not a memory game. Uh, just come from the gym, actually. I'm trying to trying to look after myself a bit more. And uh, it's just a lot of municipal waste at the moment to get me uh, to get me through the, the session. So that would have been it, I think. A lot of beer-heavy th- uh, thrash metal. 
I feel like you'd end up putting the treadmill onto about 15, wouldn't you, or something, if you was listening to, to music with. I, don't, I feel like it's not the right BPM or whatever it is to run in, but... But it means I'm only at the gym for about 15 minutes, so... Greg, what about yourself? What are you be listening to? Mariah Carey. No, I'm joking. I was actually, the last thing I listened to on my way home from work was uh, Saves the Days Through Being Cool. Oh, very nice. Two very cool, cool bands. Martin, what are you really listening to? What I've been listening to the most is probably, um, no, no, what, no. What did you listen to last? Oh, recently. Not podcast. It was, uh, Like Roses, which is like a pop punk band from America. No way. I was listening to the other day. I literally played into Connor and we were like loving it. Yeah. We were loving that. Yeah. Yeah. So the, a lot of stuff obviously pops up on Facebook all the time, you know, where it's like, I'm trying to advertise it. And he just clicked, I think it was a song called Easy, and it's the intro bit, and it's like, fucking hell, this is fucking great. It's easy enough to say Steve, what about yourself? Look at you, you're itching to tell us. I'm not sure how to pronounce the band name. I had a look and I could not find out. It's uh, called the Callus Deo Boys or the Callus Doe Boys or the Callus Dow Boys. Not 100% sure how to pronounce it. They're pretty sick. So next one, sticking with Connor, uh, what was the first song that blew your mind and made you realise that you were into rock or punk music? It's quite easy to answer this. So I was a big Boyzone fan when I was very, very little. And then I heard, um, it would have been Damn It by Blink-182. And I pictured them, because in my mind, all bands sat on stools and wore suits and held microphones. So in my mind, I could see Blink singing Damn It sat on stools wearing suits. So uh, I soon realized that they weren't and they played guitars and they were cool and that's what made me pick a guitar up. One of the one of the first people I went to see live was Pierre Andre, so I've got no uh, no split no no uh, yeah I can't take fold with that with boys on. What about Craig? That's a tough one. Uh, it was probably um, something off uh, Bon Jovi's New Jersey album, which used to get played in my house a lot. My mum was a big Bon Jovi fan, um, so the the track "Blood on Blood" off New Jersey, which is just an absolute anthem. <laughs> 
proper tune. Still love it to this day. It sounds huge. It's stadium ready. Nice. I only know a few Bon Jovi songs. You'll know which ones they are. Everyone knows them. Yeah, oh yeah, older, yeah. But I definitely recommend going and listen to Blood on Blood because it's a damn fine tune. I definitely will. I don't like Bon Jovi, but you know, the interest of being polite. Yeah, I'll definitely check it out. I, I, yeah, that was good. It may change you. It may change your mind. Trust. Maybe so. Yeah, probably will. So, uh, Connor, who is your favourite band or artist right now? Who are you listening to? That's a good question. There's, a, there's an Australian band from Adelaide uh, called Bad Dreams um, who have just released something like their fifth album this summer. Um, just before lockdown, they were over here. It was my last show I went to before lockdown, and it was just this pub in London just full of Australians. It was it was nuts. And then, yeah, their new album's out this summer, and it's just really cool, kind of grotty sort of um, garage punk, but a bit more sort of, it's got a bit of a better pop sensibility, I think. And it's really political as well. Um, so, yeah, just been smashing that this summer. The octagonal plays are hot with cock and balls on the walls and nobody ever washes it off. Cock and then there's balls. I'll see you tomorrow, won't I? I'll see you tomorrow. Nice. Greg? Favourite band right now. If it's, if it's like a new artist, um, there's a, a guy who goes by the name P-E-T, P-E-T-E-Y. I literally knew nothing about it. And he popped up, on, like, like you said, with Like Roses. He popped up on one of these things the other day on social media. And I checked him out. And it's just like this really cool, like proper Americana rock sort of stuff. But um, yeah, I literally don't know anything about him. I just went on to Spotify and listened to a load of his tunes. So I've been kind of spending that a lot recently. I actually find that I do find a lot of music through like Instagram adverts now, which is not something I ever expected to happen. Like you're scrolling through reels and it's like, or stories. You're like, what is this song? This is fucking sick. And you're looking at, oh, this is an advert. This is cool. Because it's, it's spying on us. Yeah, we're all going to get this Petey guy uh, on our uh, on our reels in a minute. Yeah, your, your phone's just picked it up on the microphone. You're going to go on Facebook. I didn't notice, Craig, you're actually wearing a tinfoil hat. Is that? I thought that was out of shot. Damn it, I'll slip back a bit. No, I'm kidding. I'm not a conspiracist. That's what you want them to think. Yeah, and I think as well, having Spotify and streaming, I think we've mentioned it loads of times on the on the podcast anyway, but the fact that you can just go, oh, that band sounds cool, and then instantly you're like, I think, Connor, you said a band, the Yard Science List, have got five albums. You've got instant access to five albums worth of music, and then you go, oh, my God, where do I start? But anyway, that's a, that's a, a problem. It's a good problem, isn't it? But back in the day, it'd be like, I've got 16 quid. This band better be fucking good. My mates told me about one bus, you know, fucking hell. If it's not, hell to pay. Okay, so then, just last question for this section. Connor, what what was one thing that really puts you off a song or band? What makes you think, do you know what, if they didn't have that in the band or in the song, you know, it'd be be perfect. 
So like you're listening to a song and you're like, this song's fucking sick. And then all of a sudden you're like, what just happened? I don't like this anymore. You skip it. Oh, that's a really good question. Um, I don't know. Very particular about vocals. I think that's something I'm always quick to notice. And you can tell quite early on, I think, when someone isn't really sincere, I suppose. And, and... I agree with that. I, I feel the same. Like, if I'm listening to a, I listen to a song and I'm like, this is, uh, this is sick, this is great. And then the vocals come in and you're like, oh, that's not, it's not what I expected. And it, just, it can really put you off. Yeah, absolutely. When they don't match the energy of the, the song, definitely. Going back to the Instagram adverts, I saw this um, advert for a band, I can't remember what it was called because this is a great example of it. This sounded like Mars Volta, and I was like, this band is fucking sick. Like, I'm going to check these out. And the, the vocalist wasn't on wasn't on the ad. It was a bit weird. So uh, I went on Spotify, found a band, I'm like, great, listening in, 30 seconds in, vocals kick in, and I was like, oh, I'm turning this off. It just did not match the energy at all. I was just like, what is going on? Big turn off. What about you, Craig? So uh, there's a couple of things. Um... If the lyrics are really poor, like just really almost phoning in lyrics, like there's no sort of heart or honesty or anything to them and they're just really cringy, that puts me off straight away. Um, The second thing that also puts me off is I really don't get on with bands who wear costumes and have like gimmicks and stuff, which, yeah, I don't know. I mean, obviously there's there's bands um, that are massive, that that's a whole part of their thing but yeah it's just it's just not for me i don't think it's like why are you hiding so you're not a sleep token fan i'll sleep not fan or a kiss fan no one is steve no like none of them what are you wearing well i better take my cape off then i mean clearly you don't like this sort of stuff i'll, I'll take it off if it offends you and that face paint as well if you're the glasses none of that what about you steve what do you fix it's a, it's a difficult question but it's quite a good one like you say what what what's what for you steve me, it's like if I listen to a like a heavy band and they're like screaming away and I'm getting really into it and then all of a sudden this really sort of like poppy, melodic chorus comes in where there's some guy singing clean vocals. It just, it really puts me off. And I, you know, I, I love like melodic, clean vocals, but not in that context. But if a band's like Alexis on Fire and not super heavy, but they've got the screaming and the nice melodic vocals. I, I absolutely dig it, but this is like a certain type of music where it's just like, oh, what just happened? They've got these really polished vocals and I like my vocals to be a bit more raspy and gritty, you know? What about you, Martin? Well, I'd say the same. I think is it, the band called, like, does it Dance Gavin Dance? Well, one of our friends, uh, he, he likes that sort of music with the, with the two singers, the heavy bits, and then the really melodic vocals. Just not a fan of it, so... I don't really mind jokey bands. I don't mind all that sort of stuff. Don't people don't mind what they wear or anything like that. It's just, yeah, it's like if you're going to be heavy, be heavy. I think the vocalist as well, it can make or break a band ultimately because that's what the, the sound of the band is. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Guitars can be, I don't know. I don't know why I'm saying it with this, but do you know what I mean? Like it's the vo- vocals is what people can bring people in, I think. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's sometimes the music where it's like all about the riffage and and like, you know, like if you was listening to like some fresh metal band, you'd be like, oh yeah, this sick fast guitar, these awesome licks, licks, these awesome riffs. You'd be listening to fucking Kiss too much, you have. What's wrong with you? Then you get bands where you're like, okay, well, I can, I can play this on guitar, so it's not that hard to play. Like, uh, you know, a lot of, like Alexis on Fire again, a, a lot of the guitar is pretty straightforward mm-hmm. and simple. It doesn't need to be 
amazing because the vocals really carry it, carry it all. Whereas, yeah, if a vocal can't carry it, something else, something else needs to. Anyway, shall we move on? Because this will this will go on forever. This one, this won't really make the edit. Don't worry. This is all been waffle. Don't worry, guys. Talking literally out of our asses. So let, let's talk a little bit about the Young Hearts. So, what do you guys do in the band, Craig? Do you want to do you want to go first? Tell us what you do. Uh, yeah, so I sing and play guitar in the Young Hearts. Brilliant, and Connor. Yeah, and I play guitar and do a little bit of singing in the background. I I, I actually listened to you guys uh, quite a bit yesterday, and I thought you sounded quite a lot like um, Gaslight Anthem. You just made Craig's day, I think. I say Craig looks very happy with that for obviously anyone that's listening and can't see the cameras. Yeah, I sang that all day long, all day. How did the band start? Who wants to Who wants to tell us about that? So the band started. So there was a, me and a couple of people, Stu, our bass player, and Aaron, the original guitarist of the Young Hearts. Uh, we're in a band called Promise Me Tomorrow many, many years ago, and that kind of um, ended, uh, and we just kind of decided that we wanted to carry on making music. We wanted to kind of go in a slightly different direction, so we just kind of started the Young Hearts, um, and it was really, really slow to start with. We took ages, like, write in and rewrite it, write in and scrap in songs. Um, and then we eventually started to get ourselves off the ground and we spent a good, good, good few years trying to find like where we wanted to go with it. Um, and we released two EPs and then, um, as happens, like, um, you get older, your responsibilities change and everyone's sort of got less and less time to commit. So we kind of, um, went into the recording of our first album not really knowing whether that was going to be the last thing we ever did um so we finished recording this album and then covid happened um the dreaded covid and that kind of um made aaron our guitarist and aj our drummers minds up that that was going to be it for them um but me and Stu were still kind of like this has been such a massive part of us for so long we both still love uh, playing music and the whole stuff that goes along with being in a band so we decided to keep it going um connor who's been like one of our best friends for absolutely ages who's a top guitarist top songwriter it was like well we might as well get like one of our best mates to play guitar because then at least we know it's going to be fun and we don't have to take ourselves so seriously like we were kind of like we don't want to lose the fun we don't want it to be a chore we just want to do it at our own pace and just see what happens and it's kind of spitballed into like like yeah we're really having a good time doing this we're writing the best stuff that we've ever done like this is this is the kind of it's heading in the right direction this time it's a lot more positive that sounds awesome so you've got a new album coming out soon can you tell us a little bit about that yeah so uh the album's uh Due out at the end of this year. Um, I think, like Craig was saying there, the, the modern state, I was watching from the outside, obviously, I wasn't in the band at this point, but the modern state, um, they'd kind of been building towards that for so long. And then it came out, and literally, I think during second lockdown or something stupid like that. And it was just such a, uh, I was just guided for them that um, what is an incredible record. Um, they didn't have the opportunity to, to take it anywhere and play it for people and, and really build on that. Um, and they're really, you know, when AJ and Aaron left, I got, it was, it was quite clear for Craig and Stu that they wanted to carry on, but they were also kind of um, quite disheartened. I think it's fair to say that that happened. And then I think just over the course of 
the last 18 months of, of working on this record and um, kind of just accepting that we haven't got a, haven't got to sort of, it's not all on the line. It's not now or never. It's not, you know, this is it. If we don't, if we don't make it or if, you know, if a certain amount of people don't hear this, then it's all been for nothing. I think there's a, a much more sort of relaxed and like Craig says, positive uh, attitude to the songs, to the songwriting and just to the band in general. You know, it's, it's, we're, remember why we're doing this for ourselves and and just to have fun and and to play play shows and, and awesome songs for people um and not have all that pressure on ourselves to to have it you know to have it um wherever we're going isn't the be all and end all you know we'll get there when we're good and ready but we're gonna have a lot of fun along the way so the new album really represents that and i think it's just a a positive next step rather than you know the final step or or anything like that it sounds like the album's probably going to be a lot of fun a lot of fun for you guys making music with your friends is is one of the best things you can do like i absolutely love doing it but martin refuses so we uh we've done a podcast instead you guys got anything else planned for the future are we going to try and play as many sort of shows as we can for the rest of this year um leading up to the album uh, we got some more singles coming out beforehand um and then hopefully like once we get the whole christmas period out of the way which is always a kind of quiet period in the industry january hits we want to sort of hit it as hard as possible to be honest we've already got um a few dates booked um for the start of the year and we just sort of signed on with um timeless management um as of yesterday who is um jamie mays who is a top guy he's worked with some great people and he's um he's sort of taken us on and uh, like just speaking to him yesterday he's he's got a it sounds like there's a lot that can be in the pipeline with from when this record comes out so hopefully, yeah, it'll be um, 2024 might be a bit busy for us. The Killers, Sam's Town from the year 2006, as chosen by our guests this week, Craig and Connor from the Young Hearts. So before we start talking about The Killers, I want to know how much you guys really know about Killers. I've got a little bit of a quiz, so let's just do it. Craig, in American Psycho, what is the name of a wealthy investment banker who is also a serial killer? I have seen that film, but it was a long time ago. Um, Patrick Bateman. Correct. Well done. Connor, what is the alias of a killer in the Scream movie series? Uh, Ghostface. That is correct. Well done. Craig, in, in the Halloween franchise, what is the real name of a masked killer? Michael Myers. That is correct. Two to you. Connor, in Friday the 13th, who is the infamous killer at the camp Crystal Lake? I've not seen that one. Is it Jason someone? Voorhees. That is correct. Well done. Two apiece. Okay, Craig. Which slasher film features a killer who wears a mask resembling a destroyed human face? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That is correct. Well done. Connor. What is the name of a doll that is possessed by a serial killer in the Child's Play series? Uh, Chucky. Yeah, well done, free apiece. Craig, what is the nickname of the killer who targets other serial killers in the TV series Dexter? Dexter Morgan. Correct, well done. Connor, what is the name of the fictional character who kills people to create death art in the movie Seven? Oh. No, I'll pass. I'll look. Craig, do you want to try and take it? 
I don't, I've seen the film, but I can't remember the actual the name. It's a difficult one. It's John Doe. Ah, uh, okay. Yeah, yeah, no, I wouldn't have got that. So well done, guys. You finished that one. And now let's move on to the actual The Killer's Quiz. So first things first, the question that we always ask, why did you choose this album? We'll go with you, Craig, first. Well, The Killers are one of my all-time favourite bands. Um, I saw I could have picked like a number of their albums, but I know that Connor, like, his his favourite album is Sam Sound from The Killers. So it was just kind of like, a, oh, let's both go with that one because I probably couldn't pick a favourite. So we might as well just go with that. Connor, got anything to add on to that other than it is your favourite Killers album? Yeah, no, I, I think it... Um... I think it sort of suits us as well. It's got that kind of, um, it's about a small town sort of uh, hopes and dreams, I guess, but it's got that kind of grandiose sort of sweeping uh, atmosphere to it, which I think we can sort of relate to and something we're trying to achieve, I think, with the band. So, um, yeah, it just felt quite fitting. We've both got a shared love of the Killers. And, um, yeah, like Craig says, if we were going to pick a Killers album, it had to be this one for me. Okay, so the next section is the main, main quiz, Honest. And we're going to do a head-to-head quiz. So the person with the highest score at the end wins. If it's a tie, we do have a tiebreaker question as well. And we're going to ask you four questions each. And our categories are general songs and band members. Greg, you can go first. What category would you like? So general songs or band members? Let's go band members. Band members. Okay, so which band member released the solo albums Flamingo and The Desired Effect? Brandon Flowers. Absolutely correct, Brandon Flowers. And both albums actually made it to the number one spot in the UK album charts. Ah, oh, two two fantastic albums. Love them both. Connor, general songs or band members? Uh, I'll start with general. What is the name of the album taken from? Uh, it's the Sam's Town uh, Club and Casino, or Casino and Club. It's a casino in Las Vegas, I believe. Yep, absolutely correct. So I think Wikipedia calls it a Vegas hotel and gambling hall. And the bassist could see it from his bedroom window when he was young. Greg, general songs or band members? I'll go for general this time. What is depicted on the album cover? Uh, It's uh, a lady and uh, it's like a sheep sort of. It's like the state, the state animal, isn't it? I can't remember the name of it. Yeah, that is absolutely correct. It is a desert bighorn sheep. Ah, uh, okay. The lady is a Miss contestant. I didn't know what else to call her, but she's got like she got Miss on a like a sachet around a, a, a chest. Um, so like you know, like Miss America or Miss World kind of thing. And yeah, the desert bighorn sheep is the state mammal of Nevada. So good knowledge there. And the Miss contestant is a lady called Felice Lazier, who is a model and a singer. Not Miss World, so false advertising. No, he just says Miss, he doesn't say Miss World. So, shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> general songs are band members. Uh, songs. What singles were released for this album? I'll give you a clue, there were four of them. Oh, uh, When You Were Young... Bones. Uh, 
Uh, oh, this is really bad. This is your favourite album, remember? <laughs> <laughs> Good point. Pass. <laughs> Drake, do you want to... You got when, we, when You Were Young, Bones. Um, was it... Uh, Read My Mind was one. Yeah, of course it was. For reasons unknown. Oh yeah, of course. Reasons unknown. I caught my stride. Yeah, well done. Absolutely correct. So I'll give you I'll give you both half a point for that one because you both got two. Okay, next one. General songs or band members? I will go songs this time. Uncle Johnny references a character with substance abuse issues. Who is Uncle Johnny in real life? And don't say Uncle Johnny. Uncle Johnny in real life? Is he a, a family friend? He's a friend, but he's also a very famous friend. Johnny, Uncle Johnny. Now I'm probably going to kick myself, but now I ain't got it. Do you want to pass it over to Connor? Yes, yeah, pass it over. Well, I don't know that it would have been friends with him. Johnny Cash? No, of course. It was Elton John. Oh, really? He's friends with everyone. That makes sense. Yeah, so Brandon Flowers and Elton John are friends for some reason. Oh, of course, he came out of Glastonbury, didn't he? Brandon Flowers came out during Elton John's set. So I had a look at why, because I thought, why would Brandon Flowers of the Killers, who... Okay, like Hot Fuss was a big album, but why would we be friends with Elton John at this point? Like, how did it happen? And it turns out Brandon just popped by his hotel one day when Elton was doing his, his Vegas shows just to play him Hot Fuzz, or Hot Fuzz, sorry, and have been friends ever since. So he rocked up to the hotel, was like, hey, hey, Elton, do you want to listen to my CD? They listened to it and got along. So there you go. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Cool. Do you know what Elton John would have been like, who the hell are you? And how did you get past the bodyguards or whatever? It's like, get out. I'm naked. But apparently he didn't. He was fine with it. How strange. Okay, next one. General songs or band members? Who's this one going to? I just assume people were tracking it. I'm just asking the question, Steve. I'm just some asking questions, Steve. This one's Connor. I think it's me, yeah. General. How many studio albums have the Killers released, and can you name them? Oh, no. <laughs> Did you just say no? No, I can't. Uh, I think Hot Fuss, Samstown, Day or something. I think the answer is no. I can't. Craig, can you do it? Do you want the year and day they were released? <laughs> <laughs> just the year's fine. Okay. Uh, well, uh, Hot Fuss... Samstown, uh, Day and Age, um, Battleborn, Wonderful, Wonderful, uh, Imploding the Mirage, and Pressure Machine. The seven studio albums they've done. Yeah, perfect. Well done. And then you've got Sawdust as well, which is like a rarities and B-sides and colours. All right, mate. You've answered it. He's fishing for points, this guy, isn't he? Yeah. It's not QI. I'm in here to win it. 
Okay, Craig, general songs or band members? I will go... Let's go general again. Where did the killers get their name from? Um, some serial killers. No, Connor, do you know? Knowing them, it's probably from a song, but I don't know which song. You, you're close. It's from a music video. So New Order had a song called Crystal, released in 2001. And the video is a band who are not New Order. They're called The Killers. Ah, uh, yeah, they love New Order, don't they? Brown and Flowers loves them. Okay, last question, I think. Again, we've got no general left, so... Connor, songs or band members? Yeah, I'll risk band members, but I'm not confident. Who is the oldest member of the band? The drummer. Don't know his name. <laughs> that is correct. It is Ronald Venucci Jr. I believe he's the, he's the drummer. He was born on 15th of February 1976. And then you've got Dave Kooning. I think he's guitarist, born on the March 28th, 1976. Mark Stomer. June 28th, 1977, and Brandon Flowers, the baby of the band, born in 1981, June 21st, same birthday as my dad. My dad wasn't born in 1981, you were born in 1962. So well done at the end of that, guys. Greg, you've got three and a half points. Connor, you've got two and a half points, so wasn't much in it. Well done. Seems fair. Although we haven't got a tiebreaker, I'm going to ask the tiebreaker question just because it's interesting. Um, so tiebreaker question even though there is no tiebreaker. How many listeners do the Killers have on Spotify? Closest answer wins. Okay, we'll say this. Closest answer wins the quiz overall. Let's go, <laughs> winner. Uh, well, I know some of the songs that I know are a billion plays. I, I wouldn't say 700 million listeners. That's a lot of listeners. I was going to go less, 300 million. Okay, well, you're both very, very far off. 700 million is insane. <laughs> They've got a shitload of listeners, but not that many. They've got. Oh, yeah, it's that unique listeners. That's most of that, yeah. <laughs> They've got 21.2 million listeners. Uh, that makes sense. That makes more sense than. Yeah, this is where Connor's like, guys, we haven't made it until we hit at least 500 million listeners. We just need to get there. You know, keep going. Until a tenth of the planet is listening to us at once. We haven't made it. Yeah, the fact that have that many subscribers of Spotify, just that the entire population in the United States listens to the killers. Sam's Town by the Killers from the year 2006, as chosen by Craig and Connor from the Young Hearts. An obvious choice, will you say, Steve? Yeah, definitely. Another great episode. Craig and Connor, I hope you've had a lot of fun. You've got one last chance to speak to our listeners. What do you want to tell them? Go and check out our latest single, Take a Ride or the single before a charmed society give us a follow on your streaming service because we've got loads more to come uh music wise and hopefully shows so just give us a follow and keep up to date on everything we've got going on over the next however many months and years and decades we need to get up to 700 million that's the target guys so we need to get them there how can people find you on instagram and facebook so our instagram handle is at the young hearts official our Facebook is at the Young Hearts UK, and our Twitter, which is now some weird X. Uh, I don't know what's going on with that, but that is just at Young Hearts UK. Awesome. So, guys, the Young Hearts, they need to get up to 700 million monthly listeners. We need you to help them. Guys, thanks again for joining us. Like I said, I hope you've had a lot of fun, and thanks a lot for listening. Take care. Thank Brilliant. you. Thanks for having us. Bye.